Mystery Brothers. 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 Today we are going to be talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go in deep. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go in deep triangle. in the Bermuda Triangle. We're going to try and like, we'll talk about some famous stuff, you know, famous mysteries there that have happened, and then um, kind of give some some theories and explanations, you know, things as to what people think could have possibly happened. Because as usual, nobody fucking knows. We'll never know. True. Um, maybe one day some scientists will figure it out, but as of right now, we just, we don't know why so many mysterious things happen to happen I mean, in that triangle. We're honestly just as good as all the, uh, TV shows that like go explore cause they, they never find, find shit. shit. <laughs> so. Except they get to go explore. We're sitting here in fucking Detroit in my apartment. Yeah. So at least they get to go to the fucking Bermuda and Puerto Rico and. Well, I don't think they the know. How, I don't think they know how lovely Detroit is. Like Detroit's the spot. Yeah, they're probably jealous. To be honest with you, they're yeah, exactly. Like everybody loves this thirty degree weather right now. Like, yeah, it's great it's to die for. Hey, hey, today is like forty five. Right. True, true, right. and that's a it good day. Sun. Today, yeah. I actually saw the sun today. Okay, so that's a good day here in Michigan. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the Bermuda Triangle. Um, it's interesting, man. It's so big. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize how big it is. It's, what, a million square mile? It's pretty which is huge. It's fucking huge. So it's like... It's Puerto Rico, Miami, Bermuda. Yeah, it, yeah. it's the triangle that goes from the Bermuda Islands down to Puerto Rico and then Miami. So it's that, that triangle, all that area in between there. And it just seems to have a lot of fucking mysterious stuff happen there. Like, a lot of ships that go missing. Um, not only ships, but, like, boats, yachts, all that kind of stuff. And then... A lot of like airplanes that happen to be like flying oh, through yeah. that area just Definitely. have gone missing or disappeared, you know, that kind of shit. So it's like, it's perplexing. No one really knows why. No one knows what's going on. But there are some theories. Definitely. Um, but first, we'll, we'll talk about some of the incidents, some of the most famous ones. I um, I think the USS Cyclone is Cyclops. Cyclops, you Cyclops. Is the Cyclops. Yes, it's the USS Cyclops. Cyclops. Stop calling it Cyclone. Um, yeah, USS Cyclops is one of the most famous ships, I think, that has gone missing there just because it was a U.S. Navy ship. Yeah, definitely. Right? It was a coal ship. Now, this was a long time ago, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely a long time ago. But, like, it, we didn't it's have still radar. We didn't have, like, the best communications. And we stuff still had radio. Thing. Yeah, they had radio. They did have communications. Yeah, they had radio. All right. So, the USS Cyclops, it was. A great ship. Um, it was built for the U.S. United States Navy for several years before World War One. It was named the Cyclops because a predominant race of giants for Greek mythology. Okay. Which is cool. Um, it lost 306 crew and passengers, and they lost in March 4th of 1918 without a trace. Okay, 1918, and it happened to be passing through the Bermuda Triangle. Yes, and this was a huge coal ship. Huge. Huge. One of the biggest, right, at the time? Definitely. This is like a Titanic ship, and we can all say the Titanic sunk too. Um, but you have to remember, there's help. Like, people radioed. Like, everybody knew the Titanic was going down. Haven't they not um, found any remnants of the ship either? Like, they've looked Nothing. for it? Nothing. There's been a dive who's claimed that he saw it, but then, the, but then the people actually went there. And it wasn't? Yeah. And it wasn't there. Okay. 
So um, the official word is they still claim that it was shot down by the Germans. And one thing is very clear that after the war, um, they looked at the German records and there was no evidence of any ship or any German submarine in that area shooting it down. Um, the reason why that's actually kind of significant is the Germans kept very good records of everything. They were very meticulous, new records of insane things. So, so if they shot it down, they probably would have had a record it, of it. They would have had a record of it. Okay. And at the time when the Germans lost, they had to give all, like... We weren't to, at war sorry. during that time, were we, 1918? Yeah, that was the end of the war. That was the end of the war, so it was in the war? Okay. Yeah. So it is possible, but and then just didn't record it, maybe, but... Yeah. <laughs> But it was at the time when they were losing, they were like almost lost. So like the German, like why would a German submarine be out there? They need to be um, protecting its homeland. Yeah, true, true. Okay. Um, so that's the official story. Um, it's the fact that just it was reported days before that a motor had like a faulty motor, and they're yes. heading back to to Miami. It was making a trip back from Brazil, right? It picked up a ton of coal in Brazil. They some people say that they think yep, it may from have Rio been, de Janeiro, February sixteenth. Yeah, people say it may have been a little bit over, like they may have put a little bit too much coal in there, right? Not that that would like cause it to sink or anything, but that just is never a good thing to have too much. Yeah, some people do claim it that, but I still say like, why was official? Why right? wasn't there any radio? Yeah. But so they were coming back from Brazil. And they stopped in like the Bahamas or something, right? Yeah. They stopped, and then they figured out that their engine had some issues. But they were like, "It'll be all right. We'll just make it back to Virginia or something, right?" That's where yeah. they're going. Florida. Florida. Okay, they were going to Florida. Okay, and then um, just on their way there, just completely disappeared without a trace, right? Yeah. No. No, no radio. Nothing. Like usually, when something happens, you'd have like at least like a mayday, mayday or something like help, help. Got struck. Nothing. Nothing, and this and these are like these people are, like, are on the navy. They like know like these aren't just like your regular tourists. Yeah, like, and they went and they went and looked for it after that, right? Like they sent out. Navy. They can never find it. Never found anything, right? No. Man, from that big of a ship. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. And the divers, one diver said claimed he saw it, but they but they never could verify it. I mean, it it could be possible. Like the Bermuda Triangle is huge. Like it is it, very big, and I mean, it could go into. It, they say it's like some of the, which one of the deepest places too. So there's definitely deep. Ah, uh, so it could be just down there, huh? Yeah, it could, it could just be, just like, be down. down there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that you know, it's it's such a mystery. It's crazy. No one really knows. And then didn't like later on, two other ships that were part of that same fleet of coal coal ships that yeah. disappeared as well. They disappeared too later. Yeah. Without like, trace too. These are smaller, but like Yeah. They were they were big too. Both and, part of the exact same fleet as that boat. Yeah. They they both disappeared. It was what the USS what the, the Never? Proteus and the Nereus. Proteus they, and the Nereus. They vanished at sea during World War Two. Both ships were transporting heavy loads of metallic ore similar to that which loaded the Cyclops during her fatal voyage. In both cases, their loss was theorized to have been the result of a catastrophic structural failure. But more outlandish theory attributes to all three vessels' disappearance to the Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy, man. I mean, I think Bermuda... When was the first time you heard about the Bermuda Triangle? 
Oh, dude, I saw this this horror movie when I was a little kid, and it had it was called like Ghost Ship or something like that. It was a stupid like sci fi movie or whatever. But I was I was a kid and I was like, yeah. And it had to do with that. It was like a big cruise ship or something that like went through through the Bermuda Triangle and like they got like you know just it was a horror movie, so like dumb shit happened, but. It got me intrigued because then I looked up the Bermuda Triangle. I was like, "Oh, this is like a real thing. This people like boats go missing and shit here." I don't know how old I was. It's probably like twelve. Yeah. What about you? I don't know, but I've always been fascinating with the story. You don't remember when you first heard about it? I was young. I actually read a book about it when I was like. <laughs> you read a book about 12. it? Dude, my parents made me read and like reading, so I just like picked a fun. book about the disappearance of. That's cool, dude. Disappearance of yeah, dude, like. I probably read a few books about it when I was younger. Not like novels or anything, but you know, picture books and like information books. But um, yeah, it's just it's again, it's one of those things that's always fascinated me, just because no one really knows what happened, and you know, I love those mysteries, man. I just love them. Yeah, I mean, do you have a guess? What What do you think? What happened? What do you think happened to Cyclops? So what happened to the Cyclops, dude? I don't know, man. Like, there's a few different... There's there's a lot of different theories, right? Like, the most... The one theory that I find really interesting is the methane gas theory. But all three happened to all three of them? Just the methane? I mean, it's possible. All three of them just got, like, just real bad luck. Not just them. Like, lot, it happens to a lot of boats there. In my opinion, if that's you know, if that's what it is, yeah, like yeah, some people say it's the methane and it caused with like the people motor. People say that there's a lot of like methane gas pockets in, under the earth, uh, in that area, and it'll like come out of the ground and like bubble up to the surface, and then it can it can cause all kinds of stuff. I've heard like some people try and say like the science behind it is like it'll like cause the weight of the water to get like less, so it like suck ships down. I've heard that. And I've also heard that just like, I don't know, the methane gas pops up and then it can, something can like catch fire because of that or it can explode. Methane is very flammable. Yeah, I mean, it's a very intriguing theory. I just, for me, think, I believe it's just like, I think if it just happened to one, okay, I can see it just one big explosion. And I guess, I guess it's hard to find. If you don't, I mean, the triangle is huge, so if you don't really know where it disappeared, yeah, I guess it, I guess it'd be hard to find evidence of that. Yeah, I feel like it's almost impossible once it's like sunk to like find it, you know? Yeah, because the Bermuda Triangle is huge, unless you knew like its exact last location. But even I mean, then, like, there's some the crazy storms that happen in the Bermuda Triangle, and that can move yeah. debris and st- off stuff. I mean, we know, never anywhere. fly on Flight 19, not Flight 19. What's the what's the uh, yeah, it was Flight 19. No, um. The, the Bermuda Triangle? No, the uh, flight in, like, the Philippines. Oh, that Malaysian flight? The Malaysian flight. Oh, uh, yeah, I forget what that one's called. We still haven't found that either. Yeah, there's some interesting conspiracies about that. We'll we can look that into at another episode. <laughs> We're getting off topic. Well. Um, yeah, I mean, the methane gas thing is really interesting. I think that that's a possibility. I wish we could, like, study it a little, though. I think that scientists, some scientists are like, no, that's silly. Some are like, that makes sense. But I just don't know, like, how. I ain't no dang scientist. I don't know how to figure it out. So I guess that could be, but that'd be a huge shift. And that would explain why um, there was, like, no transmission. Because, like, 
You're just like, you know, just chill one second. Instantly. Yeah. yeah just chill one instantly. second and next you're just. You're just poof, gone. <laughs> Sunk. Exploded, you know? Definitely. And they, were, they had, uh, we watched this one show about the Bermuda and they had a dude who like said he was uh, riding on like a little dinghy boat through uh, between islands like around there. And that happened to him. Like methane, a little methane pocket came up uh, and something in his engine triggered it and it exploded and like it exploded the boat. Um, the boat sunk and they had to like, they got rescued. Definitely. He says it. So, you know, I think it can happen. It's a, you know. Right. Can it take down a huge ship like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, I I think that's a, that's a possible theory, but do you think all three ships happen like to them like that? I don't know. They're just, nice. I don't know much about the other two ships, like what they the circumstances went, were. The same circumstances, they just went away in World War II through the, through the Bermuda Triangle. And were never heard from again? Never heard from again. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I mean, we found out recently there's giant squids, so <laughs> you can never rule out. <laughs> Maybe it just shows like a sea monster. Sea monster, dude. That's one theory that I have not seen anywhere. People say it's some crazy th- sea monster. Right. You'd think out of all, you know, there's all kinds of crazy theories. You might, you'd get that one, you think, but I guess not. It's not very credible. <laughs> Apparently sea monsters is silly. Aliens are cool, but sea monsters are silly. Yeah, I wonder if they're like the alien, if like the people who believe in the alien one are like, are you, are you really thinking? Yeah, they like, they look at you like, what? Sea what? monster? Like, are you, you fucking idiot? It was aliens. <laughs> I mean, I, as we know, obviously with the Bob Lazar episode, I definitely believe in aliens, and I, I believe that like they visited and this and that, but I just don't know if that's I don't what think I want to say really with the Triangle, but it could be, dude. If we, I mean, like. No, that's as good as a guess. The Bermuda Triangle is just as secluded as like a desert yeah. in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? Oceans are even more secluded than than right. deserts and stuff. Maybe they, maybe aliens are coming down. And yeah, obviously the alien theory. You know, they they say that that area, the Bermuda Triangle, is like an you know an extraterrestrial hotspot. They get lots of you know alien sightings. I think we even talked about how Christopher Columbus. Um, yeah. It was like basically the first he said he saw like lights in the sky, or whatever. And back um, then, dude, not, it couldn't have been it couldn't have been anything else. Like, yeah, it had to be aliens. Um, that must be weird, dude. If you if like like you know like they never ever saw sightings, but like if you were just like like just a regular dude and saw like something in the sky like make a crazy turn like swoop down or something, yeah, you'd have to think that's aliens, right? Like, yeah, you back know. then, back in the yeah, when was it fifteen hundreds when he, you came over fourteen ninety two, right? Yeah. Yeah, there were no planes or anything of, of that sort back then. So, yeah, what would you even think? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going along with that, um, obviously a lot of people like to talk about aliens here. And um, one big reason that there's any credibility towards that is uh, because of this incident on the USS John F. Kennedy. And this incident supposedly happened in 1971. Now, obviously, i got to say here, there's no like official records or anything of this, obviously. Um, what, how it got out is some, some dude that is really into UFOs or whatever claims that um, a crew member from the ship came out and told him that this happened. And apparently this, this is a credible crew member. Mm-hmm. You know, I always get a little skeptical when, when you hear that's how it came. But um, so apparently it was a, 
It was the USS JF John F. Kennedy. It was sailing in the Bermuda Triangle. It was going to Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and it was uh, one of the comms experts, like the communication experts, uh, who supposedly came out and said all this. And he was down. Um, and, and the story goes that um, after they, they were sailing back, um, a little bit of a storm was starting to come over them. Nothing huge, but just like a, a little storm was coming up over them. And um, all the, the communications equipment, all the instruments, like the radio, the radar, everything just started like malfunctioning, acting really strange, like they couldn't radio anybody. Um, yeah, basically, um, all the, they, they said that all the information that they were receiving from their communications was just nonsense. Like it wasn't making any sense. It was just like, randomness that didn't make any sense so um he says somebody rushes down into the the ship like into the the hole and says that there's something hovering over the ship like something really strange is happening outside you guys gotta come check this out so uh the crew like climbs up and and they saw it basically like they said that there was a huge ship um it was obviously the orb you know the the circular shape that everyone says it said it was glowing um it was glowing like yellow orange color and um it was just hovering over the ship they said for a total of about like 10 minutes or so um while this was happening they went back down to the comms and all the the computer screens were supposedly like glowing like everything was like glowing yellow glowing green like like they were getting some sort of like you know yeah energy surge or something like that um, and, and they described it as a large glowing sphere, 200 to 300 feet in diameter. Um, it was glowing yellow orange. And then, um, basically the, their captain kind of gave like a, like a alert to everyone and was like, everybody get back downstairs, get back to your shit. Like go, go back to what you're doing. Nothing's happening here. Basically. Everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is crazy, you know, but, but have a choice everyone just kind of went back down the ship and apparently after about 10 minutes or so it went away um and then 20 minutes or so after it left all the communications kind of came back on and everything went back to normal down there dude i would have been freaking out i could just go back right. into my job just go That's back into my job saying. yeah i'd be like fuck you captain we're getting there's a fucking alien spaceship flying over us right now like i'm not just gonna go back down and start reading the fucking computer screens like fuck you the next thing i look i'm in a fucking different universe bro yeah are you kidding me i would not be going back down i'd be staring out there i'd be i mean and this was in 1971 too bad they didn't have like cameras and like they did have cameras but they didn't have it but not like yeah portable ones and shit like we have today but that's crazy yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely do feel like there's like some kind of fog. Like I've heard that rumor, so like there's like a thick fog. We're gonna get into that in a second. Um, but real quick, so like apparently, uh, according to this crew member, about about twelve hours or so after that incident happened, um, there was like a group of like five men in trench coats that that flew in onto the ship. And they came and they boarded the ship and they basically started like asking everyone questions about what happened. And then after, uh, after they got like done questioning everybody, they were basically just like, you can't tell anybody about this. Like you can't say anything about this. Um, this is like classified. We don't know. 
on it. And, and he said they tried to tell him it was some sort of like military experiment or something, but all the people were just like, fuck no, that wasn't a mm-hmm. military experiment, that was something else. And then before they got back to land, they were told by their captain not to talk about this to anybody at all, or else there would be consequences. So it's almost like they, they said there was like a men in black came and showed up and you know flashed them like you didn't see anything. <laughs> So that's 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 an interesting story, you know. How many people come out? Just one? Or that's like- the thing. It's just the one dude that was just the comms expert, and he didn't come out to like a news source or anything. He came out to this UFO guy, supposedly. So that's why it's a little yeah, little skeptical on that one. Anybody else verify a story? No, None of the crew members. No, no other crew members have come out or anything. I mean, them. I guess you can look at it two ways. You can say that they just are afraid to talk about it. Yeah. Or he just like, dude, I just need some attention right now. Like, yeah. Or he just, you know, wanted to get, I wonder, you know, I don't know. But it, still, it's like, tough. Why it's would you tough. like make that up? I feel like, why would you make that up? Like, and, and he had so much diameter. People make stuff up all the time. That's a cool story. I know. But like, if you told, a, you would to, tell a cool story to a news source. It wasn't really a news source. It was just, it was like a UFO expert. Oh, you're playing you down, your, you're playing down your own more. story. Huh? You're playing down your own story. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not saying I believe it. Like this, is actually, I'm just telling you this is a story that a lot of people talk about when they talk about the Bermuda oh. Triangle. Yeah, this is this is a big one. Just you know because supposedly it's firsthand. Yeah, it's definitely uh, firsthand contact. Yeah. Not contact. Like Witness, a firsthand yeah. story. Yeah, supposedly came straight from. Uh, so you think like other ships have been like beamed up? I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's, that's easy. That's, that's, theories, that's obviously, I mean, man. it's such a quick way. Like you won't have any contact. Like yeah, all comms are be, down. There wouldn't be any. Yeah. Evidence. Trace, no yeah. trace. Evidence. Nothing. Um, yeah, it's always interesting. You know, always, always got to throw aliens in there because because that's interesting. Um. But yeah, so that's that's one story that people like to throw in there when they they like to bring up the alien theory. Yeah, I mean you can't rule it out. What would you think? Like they, they're coming, they're like abducting the ships and just taking them. Maybe I mean, I guess like just like like how we see are they movies? sinking them? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked they, too much into the alien theory. Would, they probably, no, they probably like lifted up and like just hovers into the ship. Yeah, like they, they bring them up and then they yeah. want to like study it and shit. Study it. Yeah, I guess that that's the They're typical. They're just curious. But then the people never return. They never return it. Maybe they'll return the future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's and then the, could you imagine just having a boat up here like right now <laughs> from the from 1918? Yeah, like, like all the people are still on there. Like yeah. all the people are still the same age and everything. <laughs> yeah. They just show up and and. Yeah. Uh, Florida and they're just yeah. like what the fuck's going on they're seeing like <laughs> what the hell happened yeah like huge buildings like skyscrapers and like uh, like high tech like newer boats like yachts and stuff they're like what the fuck is this that'd be crazy time travel is super interesting yeah. we, we should go into that in some podcast in the future definitely but I think that's a theory also the theory is I think there's like I think there's like a lot of evidence for this theory. Go ahead. Was it Landians? <laughs> Atlantis. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it points all the Atlanteans. It, it points. It points to it. I mean, Plato said 
Atlantis was was sunk. Yeah, all right, um, Atlantis has been in a lot of ancient like mythologies and ancient writings, ancient texts. And I mean, to be honest with you, I somewhat believe it, but I don't think it's like some super crazy high tech thing like like they say. But I think Atlantis was a city, that, like an ancient civilization, and it got taken over by a flood or something. You know, that happened a lot back in the day. Like water levels changed a lot. Right. So the theory goes. I mean that's why like there's a there's been a bunch of lights reported like in the Bermuda Triangle and people just think that maybe they, the Atlanteans survived and they're actually thriving underwater and they're having their spaceships and they're like you know they're just flying out. You know people can't see you right now, so they're not going to see like the grin on your fucking face. <laughs> You're saying that so seriously. Yeah, I know, but that is a theory. But, but I guess it's a compelling, just like uh, any other. I don't think Atlantis no, is like, thriving not. underwater right now. I think Atlantis was an ancient city. It got overtaken by water, and that's it. Everyone died, and and the survivors came to Egypt and started the ancient civilization of Egypt. And I believe that they were probably more advanced than we think because people have been around for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. But also another compelling theory, I think, is fog, um, distortion. Um, the, just like, it's more for flights to make the compasses fail and everything. They could have like they could have like been distorted when they got like hit something that the fog. Yeah, there's just, a lot like, of strange blogging. energy in there, right? Like apparently, um, the fog could be dense. Yeah, it's where true north meets magnetic north, so yeah. it can cause a lot of like issues with like compasses, compasses and that yeah. kind of stuff. So people, I've also heard people, although this is more for like the planes than the boats, but I've heard that when you're flying over that area, that's the like it's just so open just open water and you can get really disoriented and you can get vertigo and that and it, it tends to happen like that's like when you're flying out from miami or from puerto rico or from one of those places and you're going through it that's where you start to get that yeah so i think the official story in the other two ships is that it was overloaded and they just sunk but they haven't found them right no no trace, no call for help. That's that's the most compelling thing, I think, is it had to be something sudden. Like, I think the tidal wave, that's another theory, is that a huge wave came. Rogue wave. Rogue wave. Even though, like, I've just never seen really one. Like, have you, like... But they happen, that's it's for sure. Like, no one argues that rogue waves happen. Yeah, I guess I could, I think... People have seen them many times, just because I haven't in person. Thank God I haven't, by the way. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to see, dude. That would literally... One of the scariest ways for me to die, I feel like, would be, like, abandoned in the ocean. Like, abandoned at sea. Like, I had to abandon a boat, my boat, or something, you know what I mean? That's literally the scariest scenario in my entire life. Like, if you want to go to cruise ship, just, Yeah, because... Yeah... You just see huge waves. We want to go on cruise ships that don't cross the ocean. Just go through, like, just go to the you know, Jamaica and dock there for a few days. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah, rogue waves happen. Yeah, rogue waves definitely happen. And that's definitely a theory that just came and just came across some rogue waves. I mean, there's definitely some rough weather out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, didn't they say, like, all, most hurricanes that... But they, the, the south like that go through there yeah the only thing they say it kind of against it there was no weather at the time it doesn't mean like it couldn't have happened yeah. it could have been just like a spontaneous just one been a, yeah, yeah. Just been a spontaneous. that is true but like there's no weather associated to it they don't know 
Like something like that. Like, what do you think happened? I said, I don't know, dude. I don't. You're like, I, what's your best guess? I think the methane thing. The methane. I think but it's only pro- because I heard like some scientists claim that like that's very that's. I think it's ro- I think there. it's rogue wave. You think it's rogue waves? I think. Yeah, that one like is, makes the most sense. That one's the safest, by the way. You pussy. That one is the safest. That's the safest thing you can say. Like, yeah, it was a rogue wave. All right, let's go to flight nineteen. So flight nineteen was a training flight. Yeah. Um, for five tor- torpedo bombs, and they disappeared on December fifth, nineteen forty-five. Um, was while over the Atlantic, the quadrants planned was flight to schedule them due east to from Fort Lauderdale and go north. And then back to the final 140 to complete the exercise. They took off from Fort Lauderdale. Oh. So it was a training exercise. Okay. And over the Atlantic, they mysteriously disappeared. And you have to remember, these are like flight pilots. Like, yeah. they know they know their shit. Yeah. They're, they haven't been, like, flying for three months. They know. No trace. That's crazy. No trace at all. No radio. Oh, no, no radio saying November. The guy was, like, confused. He's like, I don't know. It, I don't know what's going on, like, <laughs> yeah. the location. Like, that's right, that's right, that's right. I don't know he if we're going east. Like, Our compasses are, are failing. Yeah, we don't know where we're going. They had a radio transmission with him, and, like, yeah, it was, like, he was very disoriented. He didn't know what was going on. He said all of his equipment is malfunctioning. All of his instruments are showing him r- wrong stuff. Like, he knows it's, it's fake. <laughs> he knows it's, like, wrong. And, yeah, they were thinking, like... They could have gotten like oxygen deprivation. What kind of theories they got on this? Well, there's like a whole bunch of theories. And then what's more mysterious too, the uh the boat that went to go like search for them uh-huh. never came back. No yeah, trace, no, trace, no signal, no. nothing either. Wow. Who went and searched for them? I wonder if there's like one theory that that I have heard that people like to throw out is that like there's a lot of like electromagnetic magnetic energy in that area because of like the way that magnetic north and true north align, and it could be like opening up different wormholes in in space and time. Electromagnetic magnetic energy can create rifts in that kind of thing. I, I don't. For me, flight nineteen. I think it's interesting that they're experienced pilots and no and. Except one, the head pilot saying he's lost. He doesn't know where he's going. No, none of the other flight, none of the other commanders um, said anything, just disappeared. Which leads me to believe maybe if they were so disoriented, they just didn't know what, where the hell they were and just fucking crashed. All four, all yeah, they could have just all crashed. crashed. Yeah. Not one of them was okay and survived. Like, And then know. the boat just disappeared too. I feel like that means there there had to be something going on there at that time they were feeling all weird and disoriented like what was there was something going on there i feel like there was definitely cloud there was definitely cloud cover yeah like what other kind of explanations are there dude you know like what well you saw the navy they don't even have the slightest clue yeah the navy was literally in their paper like (laughs) we have no idea what happened there they're like we can't even begin to like guess as to what happened yeah they can't even begin to guess which was basically meant like what they wrote in the report (laughs) which basically meant like with layman terms we have no fucking clue yeah they have no idea what happened and then the the boat that went to look for them shows up ends up being yeah gone disappeared what are other theories i mean too ridiculous aren't too ridiculous (laughs) it was just the lightning storm um 
Was there a storm at the time? Um, they said there's no weather reported, but they had uh-huh. them, and they said there was some fog. Uh-huh. So I guess a safe explanation is they just all crash in the water. Wouldn't there be some trace of them somewhere, somehow, though, like, if that happened? Like, I feel like there would have to be. Yeah. That is just, I think it's just crazy. There's no good explanation. In 1948, um, DC-3 commercial flight vanishes in the Triangles, like a commercial air flight. Oh, shit. Yeah. It says, on December 28th, 1948, Captain Robert Lindquist took off from San Juan with two crew members and 29 passengers heading from Miami. Uh, when the plane was 50 miles away from Miami, um, he, reported, he reportedly radioed the Miami airport for landing instructions. And then... The airport replied, and they never heard from them again. The plane was never seen again. There's nothing, like, they never found a plane. They never found anything. What happens? Yeah. There's not really any theories on that one either. They just don't know what the fuck happened. There's a lot of shit. Like, in 1963, the Sulphur Queen... There's a 523-foot tanker that was originally intended to carry oil, but it converted to carry sulfur. And in 1963, the ship sent a radio report that it placed 230 miles southeast of New Orleans, according to a report by Time magazine. Then nothing. There's no SOS, no warning, nothing like that. The ship just disappeared. Um, two weeks later, they found like pieces of a raft and a life vest and a broken oar washed up on the beaches of Florida. But other than that, nothing. I think one of the uh, most common theories is that it's just violent weathers out there. We just don't know what's going to hit. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people think, like in this case with the sulfur and with the other ships, that like something caught on fire or something, you know what I mean? Something. Sulfur is very flammable, so is methane, so is... Coal, you know, all that shit. But yeah, so the most recent one was in 2017, and it, it seemed like it was just kind of like a small family plane, right? Yeah. It was uh, the husband, the wife, and their two kids, sadly, like, what, three and four years old? Yeah. And the plane just disappeared as they were flying back from the Bahamas. Oh, they were flying from Bahamas to Florida. But I guess what well, you can always say is... There's a lot of things that could happen to that, though. That was a small plane. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone's claiming weird shit happened to that one. People can crash planes, especially, you know what I mean? It happens. Especially Small like, like that. It's over water. Like, it's yeah. not over land. You feel like you can always see it over land. There's like a debris field, there's smoke. It happens over water, no one may know. Like, yeah. It could just be a splash somewhere. Yeah. It's crazy. That's that. All right, so um, another super interesting. Uh, disappearance story here that I found um, about the Bermuda Triangle was um, it happened in November 3rd, 1978. All right. This was a a plane. Okay. It was a, uh, it was a smaller plane, I believe. Um, But it was, it was like, you know, one that has like 20 people on it maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, it was a Piper Navajo plane. Not really sure what that means, but that's just the type of plane it was. Um, and it was flying from Florida 
to Bermuda. And, um, and it literally, so like the story is it got there, it got to the airport in Bermuda. Right. And it was flying and the air traffic control saw the plane, but they had another plane that was getting ready to take off. So they were like, yo, uh, you know, circle around one more time and then you, you'll be clear for landing. We'll let you know. So the pilot was like, all right, copy that. Does another circle. Never heard from again. Never seen that plane ever again. No debris, no nothing. So the, 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 the control was waiting for him to take another lap around. Yes. The air traffic control saw the plane and was like, hey, you got to wait a second because we have a plane getting ready to take off. So just do another circle, do another lap, and then, you know, come back. The plane was like, all right. And then never heard from again. Never responded anywhere after that. Never saw it. So never found the ship. Nothing. So nothing. Just, like traffic control is like, okay, are you going to do a loop? That's a pretty long loop. Like, are yeah, you guys yeah, going to no, come? Traffic control is probably like, what's going on here? Uh, you're good. I told you to make a loop not to go back and like come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they like, yeah, it was crazy. So it says after they were cleared to land, um, they radioed the, the plane and got no response. Plane was gone. No debris was ever found. Nothing. No, no passengers. No, no, nothing was ever found from this plane. That and is, is like seventy-eight, and that and that's just very strange because like it's not like the fucking all of Bermuda Triangle. Like you don't know where they went missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Like, yeah, they know it, where they were. Like it's only a loop. Like how long, far can the loop go? Like yeah. you know. And apparently they sent out like uh, a search party like four or five hours later to go look, and they found nothing. And it's like, you know what I mean? If it if it crashed around there, you'd think that. Four or five hours later, there'd still be at least like some debris or something, mm-hmm. you know, but just absolutely nothing. Vanished. Wow. And like I said, this was 1978. So this isn't that long ago. This is, you know, like 40 years ago when we had, we had radar, we have all that stuff. And it just, apparently the plane just disappeared off the radar, disappeared off everything. Gone. Damn. That is like crazy. Cause like, there's only so far it can go. Like you can only right? look so far. Right. And I mean, a lot of people want to just say like, oh, like it must have got disoriented and then like went out and crashed somewhere. But it's like, but there wouldn't be any sort of debris or anything from that. Yeah. And especially since they sent like search rescue right after like. Yeah. Four, four to five hours later, they sent a party, a search party to look. Wow. It's crazy. Dude, I don't even know where to begin. Like, right? <laughs> you can't it's even so speculate. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where. No, there's, there's literally nothing really about it. Like. No one knows what happened to it. I mean, the um, disoriented one is like, okay, like that's the only one that kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that really makes any sense is they were, at, while they were doing, but how, like they, they were at the, the airport, like they were at the island, like how can you go I so I don't know, far? dude, maybe the guy was like drinking, took like a right turn uh-huh. and just like went that way and just never saw the plane, the, pilot, out the, the gas went out and like, you know, they just crashed. The pilot was just fucked up and like started flying out in the middle of the ocean, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, so that's a really interesting one that I thought was crazy. That's the only one that can make any sense though. Like I know it's very yeah. impossible, but that's the only one that like I wonder, I don't think I looked up if there's any sort of like official report on it, like what the official report says, but I just don't I don't think I feel like it's, it's the only thing they can put the official report on. Like they got this right. Yeah, they, they crashed somewhere. But that's just a guess, you know? Pretty crazy. What did they come back in like 10 years finish that loop? Like, yeah, we're back. <laughs> Dude, we were talking about that. Like, what if like these ships just like show up now, like 100 years later? 
for you. Know that would be like, so crazy. You know, so what would you so believe bad. in? I'm here, like <laughs> delivering me a coal, and we're all just like, what? <laughs> yeah. All the people on it are still the same age and everything. Like, dude, like that would be like some be crazy so shit. Freaky, dude. That'd be freaky. Um, but yeah, so the Piper Navajo plane in 1978. That one was uh, very interesting. I'm sorry, it was not flying to Bermuda. It was flying to St. Thomas. St. Thomas, which is, I think, close to Bermuda. Yeah, it's like an island near Bermuda, right? But still, they were there at the airport, flying over it, and then just disappeared wow. forever. Um, so that one is crazy. Um, and then uh, one last story that I wanted to talk about that this one, this one, there's a lot of holes in it, but we'll we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of Bruce Gernon yet? No, Bruce Gernon. So he wrote a book um, about this and stuff, but his story. Um, his story, so he claims that this happened in 1979, all right, he was, he was young at the time, like, I think he was, like, 15 or 16 or something, and he was flying in a plane with his dad, who was a pilot, and this was a small, small plane, like, one of those, like, Cessnas, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. a two- or three-person plane, and um, he says it was just him and his dad flying in the plane, and they were flying from one of the islands in the Caribbean to Miami. Right. Right. And so the story goes, um, he was flying and a little bit of like a storm came through again. It seems to be a theme. Always, like, always before like the storms come through. So a little bit of a storm came through. Um, he was flying through clouds. Right. And it was starting to get like the visibility was starting to get a little low and, and his dad mm-hmm. was getting a little nervous. And they had just left the island. Right. So they were like, uh, you know, not that far into their trip. And then he says, he says that a tunnel opened up in the clouds. Right? Um, and him and his dad just decided they're going to fly through this tunnel. So they fly through the tunnel and they say it was weird. Like it was like very, like there was a lot of like, like weird patterns around them. You said like strange lines and patterns that they were flying through or whatever. Um, and he said that they said that, the, the tunnel was about 10 miles long. I've heard this story before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've heard this. A lot of people have heard this one. Um, and it was like, a, this, the tunnel was about 10 miles long. And uh, while they were in the tunnel, like, none of their instruments worked. Like, none of their communications stuff worked. No one, like, knew where they were. Um, they were completely off radar. And then after they said about, you know, 10, 15 minutes, uh, the tunnel ends. And... They were just over Miami. Yeah, like quick, like half hour later. Yes. Now apparently, that's a hundred miles from where the tunnel supposedly started, and to go a hundred miles, like it takes a long time. It takes right. like an hour, or so. And they said that this whole thing took about ten minutes. So they went a hundred miles in about ten minutes, which obviously is impossible. Um, and you know, it's it's a widely disputed story, obviously. Yeah. Um. He wrote a book about it called The Fog, you know, but uh, but he claims it was some sort of like portal or wormhole, basically, you know, like like how people talk about you you fly through a wormhole and yeah. show up in another spot in a different time type of thing, and you know that's what he claims that they flew through a wormhole. Um, now there's like I said, this is a dispute, widely disputed story. The guy is kind of known for being a crazy, so I don't think I believe this one, obviously. Not that I don't believe that wormholes are a thing. I just don't know if I believe this guy. But supposedly, he's 
talked about it a few times and a few of them were like on tape. This was a while ago. So, um, and so like the internet wasn't a thing back then. So he probably wasn't thinking stuff was going to get out that well. So, and apparently there's some very like different things about the stories. Like apparently he's told the stories like three or four times and yeah. there's some, a lot of different details every time. Like one time he said it was him and his dad and someone else. And then another time he just said it was him and his dad and and then at one one time like the first like the first time we talked about it he didn't mention anything about aliens and the second time we talked about it he says he saw like an alien or something in there so really? this guy Ooh, just that kind of hurts your credibility yeah man. right it's a little it's a little fishy is all you know it's 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 a little fishy like I feel like if you saw Alien, you would have talked about it the first time. Exactly, right? Like, if it was if it was the other way, like, it was the first time we talked about it and the second time he didn't. Yeah, then it could make it sense. Then like, maybe, like, okay. But still, you saw an alien, bro. Like, you can just leave that out. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, I saw an alien. Right. Did, it, did I forget to mention that? It's weird. I it's heard weird. the story without the alien. I never heard the one with the, with the alien. No, yeah, apparently, like, yeah, the very first time he told the story, there was no mention of aliens or anything. And then the second time, or, like, later on, after he, when he, he was telling it, he definitely, like, mentioned, like, aliens and stuff in it. Yeah. I don't know about this guy, right? He's a little, a little fishy with that one. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a cool story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting, but most people just chalk this one up to, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially since he wrote a book about it, and he's, you know what I mean, he's trying to make money off it and stuff, like... There's a lot of incentive for him to tell this crazy story. You know? Like the comms guy, you know, the last, when we, when we talked about the ship, uh, where they saw the aliens or whatever, like, at least that, that guy's not like profiting or anything. You know what I mean? He's just trying to, he's just telling the story. The story. He didn't write a book about it. Yeah. And like our boy Bob Lazar, you know what I mean? Like, he's not trying to profit or anything. Yeah, he's, he's, never, he's never him. written a book. He's never written a book about no, it. No, he's never written a book or anything like that. So it's like when, whenever, there's, it <laughs> whenever there's books or like, you know, any sort of thing like that involved, I'm always a little skeptical, especially yeah. when you're changing your story a lot. Right. Especially if you mentioned, you didn't mention aliens your first time. I just, and then all of a sudden you do like, yeah. that's, that's a, a red that's flag. That's like an important there. detail that you missed out there. Definitely, the first time. <laughs> definitely. That's, that's definitely a red flag for me. Um, so yeah, and no one else has come out right. His dad has told the story, right? No, I don't think his dad ever has been like interviewed or said. Although I'm not sure, we I'd have to look that up, but I'm not sure if his dad has said anything. Supposedly, the other guy was in the plane at one point, but then there wasn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, so it's a fishy one. It's a fishy one. Yeah, Bruce Bruce Gernon. Bruce Gernon. More into it, you can check it out. His book is called The Fog. But Evan, I think there's like I think there's a triangle more mysterious. Triangle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where's that? Ever heard of the? Uh, I guess since you're a Michigander, ever heard of the uh, Lake Michigan Triangle? I have actually. Yes. Yes, there's a triangle inside of Lake Michigan where some weird shit has happened. Um. You know, same kind of thing. I mean, it's pretty fucking big. Like, what twenty five thousand square square miles or something. So it's not definitely not as big as. The Bermuda Triangle, but it's it's a pretty big area, and some weird shit has happened there. So the Lake Michigan Triangle um, spans from Montauk, Wisconsin, Ludington, Michigan, and South Benton Harbor. Uh -huh. And it's all just a big area there in Lake Michigan, and some weird stuff has happened. 
Uh, a lot of it older, right? But then there was a flight there that recently that like disappeared, right? I mean, yeah, like if you go back to 1921, um, we all, I think Evan and I are so compelled about the Roosevelt and how his ship like just was. Yeah. I mean, it like it disappeared. The ship was found uh, overturned in Lake Michigan. Um, the ship had been damaged in the collision, but no other ship had been reported in the area. Yeah, so, so it was it just like sailing through the over. middle of Lake Michigan. Yeah, um, on its way down to like South Michigan, yeah. and it it just showed up. Or th- they didn't hear anything from them. Showed up upside down with like a hole in the front right yeah. none of the crew to be found anywhere right and no records of any other ships like trying to shoot him down or anything yeah no record of any other ship even in the area right this is 1921 they should also have radio at that time nothing nothing yeah no radio no so that nothing. is very mysterious and it has not been the ship has been found but the crew members yet to be found even yeah. though like like michigan's big and there's no like remnants of them like Lake Michigan is not the ocean, so you can have divers like go down there and look at everything, and then and there's just no people there. I know, Lake, no, Lake Michigan, Lake Michigan has uh, been known to have uh, shark attacks, bull sharks. Do you think that's what happened to the ship? No, but that's what could happen to the people. And then I think we have both heard of the bizarre case of uh, Captain Donner. Yes, dude, that one's really weird, man. So he basically locked himself. He was like not feeling good. He said, locked himself in his room, locked himself from the inside, locked himself in his room. And then he said, wake me up when we get to the port. Right. And they get yeah. to the port and they like kept calling for him and he never like opened Like he never, they were never he opened. Responding. And so they got panicked and they were scared and they opened the door and he wasn't in there. Nothing, gone. no remnants of no him. No trace, they searched the whole ship. There weren't windows, right? Not where he was at. Yeah, there were no windows in that room. But I think he could have, I mean, he could have just jumped off because he wanted to commit suicide, I guess. But how did he lock himself? How else could he have jumped out there? Could've, he was in, his, he was he in like a room in the boat, right? He, he locked he, himself in from the inside out. From the inside. Unlocked, he could have unlocked the door. But then how would he lock it again? So he could have locked it again and then like walked You can out. only lock it from the from the inside, right? That's what they were saying. Maybe someone killed him and took him out. You never know. Locked from the inside. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that, that makes it fishy. Is that that went that door was locked from the inside. And there was nobody else in the room when they went in there. There was just nobody there. Yeah. So that's very interesting. And then... What year was that? 1921. 1921? Oh, sorry. 1937. Yeah. One of the two most mysterious cases over Lake Michigan happened in 1950. Um, the plane was carrying 58 people and crashed in Lake Michigan. The plane was never found. Um, at the time, the, it was the deadliest commercial accident in American history. The pilot had just requested to descend to 2,500 because of a severe electrical storm, which was lashing the lake with high-velocity winds. Um, when the plane disappeared from wa- radar... To this day, the plane records has not been found, and the case of the crash remains unknown. 
Um, about two hours after communication with Flight 2105, two police officers have reported seeing strange red lights hovering over Lake Michigan, and the pre- disappearance after 10 minutes leads some to believe a UFO was to blame. Interesting. I mean, the red lights is pretty interesting. Yeah, and it's and one thing about these like witnesses, it's police officers. So, and I feel like they're a little more credible than like your average Joe, yeah. your average farmer that's like, "Oh, it's all some lights up there." Yeah, yeah, those are these are police officers. And didn't they say that sometimes red lightning can happen when there's like a positive charge? Yeah, it'd be real, yeah. really, really rare. But it's very rare, yeah. and it usually happens a lot higher up in the atmosphere. So yeah, that's that's an interesting one. No one knows. And that that if it's connected, we don't know because it happened at the same time. Could have been totally different. Yeah. Could have. But that's what some led to believe. So yeah, the boat um, from back in like the the seventeenth century that um, went missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Sorry, the the Mi- Lake Michigan Triangle now um, called Lake Griffin. Lake Griffin. Lake Griffin. <laughs> it was uh, it was a boat. Uh, this happened back in sixteen seventy nine. So again, it's like. No, I'm sure a lot of ships vanished back then, yeah. but, um, and there's nothing like super crazy about the story. It just, it, it left from Wisconsin and was going down to Bay city, Michigan. And along the way, it just completely vanished. Um, no trace of it, no trace of the, of the people from the boat. Um, there was a, a lot of people say that there was like a sudden storm and it like overtook the boat and then they, they sank or whatever. But, Lake Michigan is, it's not an ocean. We can search Lake Michigan, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We can go down and we look, and the wreckage has never been found. So there's literally just no trace of it. Gone. Le Griffon. Le Griffon. Yeah. This is back, although, like, back then, like, I don't know how much we explored Michigan, like, how, like, could could have been lost in another lake? Um, I mean... Maybe if they got off course, but they were going from, you know, like top of upper Lake Michigan, Wisconsin to lower Lake Michigan, down by, by Michigan. There's no way for them to have gone into another lake unless they were like, let's turn around and go this way. You know? Damn, yeah. I think like a lot of those boats have never been found. The ones in Lake Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well... There's only a couple, I think, that have never been found. But we oh, found yeah, we did, of, we did find it because we talked about the top-up. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, there's only a few that have never never been found, like any wreckage of anything. Um, yeah, that's crazy. The Griffon. Um, a lot of cool mysteries there. Most of them happened, you know, way back in the day. Like, there hasn't been much super, like, new. No, nothing recent's been happening. Yeah, yeah. It's but, pretty old, but still pretty interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, especially because we live here in Michigan. So I mean, we skipped out on a few. There were a couple boats that like went missing in the storm, but that's what fucking happened. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they're all very similar. As boats go missing and yeah. go missing, and they're never found. So, but yeah, um, you know, we got another like ten or fifteen minutes for this podcast. We could uh, go into a little mini conspiracy again. Oh, you ready for a little mini dibble? Yeah, yeah, we can go into a little mini. Um, have you ever heard of Elisa Lamb? I have. It's a great intriguing oh, okay. story. Okay, okay. Let's let's go a little bit into that one. See where we can go. Let's from dig there. deep. She, <clears throat> I think she was a Canadian student from um. <laughs> what? 
she was she was like a Canadian student from like Vancouver or like Toronto or something. She was Asian. I don't know why that matters, but <laughs> she was Asian. And she was like staying at this hotel in California. And this is actually a it's a haunted hotel. Like Richard Ramirez stayed there back in like the when he was doing his thing. Do you remember what that was? Do you know who that is, Richard Ramirez? He was like a serial killer out in like California, LA. He killed like a ton of people. Oh, the Zodiac Killer. No, it's not the Zodiac Killer. His name was Richard Ramirez. And he was he was called, like, I forget what he was called, but he, like, murdered a ton of people, like, lots of, like, old people. Like, he was just ruthless, straight ruthless. He, like, murdered and raped, like, a bunch of people. And was doing it for a few years. Got away with it. And uh, he was staying, he lived in this hotel for a little bit. So it's always had kind of a bad reputation of, like, being haunted, like, all that kinds of shit. Like, the room that he stayed in, I don't think they let people let people in there or whatever. But this girl, Lisa Lamb was staying there. Um, I think she, it was part of a student thing, I think, or she was a student. Uh, the, the circumstances around it, I can't exactly remember. We can look that up, but, uh, she was staying in the hotel and she like, there's video of her getting into an elevator, right. And acting really strange. Like she like kept like hitting all the buttons and was like, just acting really weird. Like kept like on every floor was like getting out to like, look around. Lisa Lamb was. Yes, stop, I'm getting there. And, uh, and like, she kept, was, like, looking around, like, getting off in the elevator, but they never saw anybody else, like, in the hallways or anything. They, and basically, she goes missing. They don't know what's going on. She just, basically, it's, according to everyone, she just, like, disappeared. And no one knew what was going on. And then wasn't it, like, I think it was, like, three weeks later or something, or, like, a, a long period of time later... People were complaining that like their water was, was like smelling funny yeah. and like was like looking kind of funny, and so they went and checked the water tank and her body was just in the water tank. I'm pretty sure completely naked, right? Or like, or maybe fully clothed. I don't. I don't remember exactly. They can't begin claim low water pressure. Some later yeah. claim the water was colored black. And oh, taste. <laughs> dude, dude, people were drinking that, dude. People were drinking in the water with dead people. Well, that's why it was found in, in a 1,000 gallon tank providing water to guest rooms and kitchen and coffee. The tank was drained and cut open since maintenance of this too small equipment. The Los Angeles coroner officer issued a finding accidental drowning with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. Yes, that's one thing. She did have some, some disorders. Yeah. But they saw her on the elevator like. Acting strange, but not like... Lamb's body had been naked. Clothing similar naked. to that she was wearing in the elevator video was floating in the water. So she took off all her clothes and then jumped in. You know? Yeah. But, so, doesn't, it does, but the funny thing is it doesn't explain um, how she got into the tank. The doors and stairs that access... Yeah. Hotel's roofs are locked with only staff having guests having the passcode and keys. And Which is strange, right? It was on the roof. Yeah. But they did say that um, and, and they asked a lot of people back then, like, what do they keep it like really locked? And some people were like, eh, sometimes they don't. As far as the door to get to the roof. You know? I don't know about the doors to the water tanks. Yeah, they said they could have gone to the fire escape. Yeah, there's other ways to get up there and stuff, but 
You know, they, no one really knows what happened. But how she would have gone into the tank itself. All four tanks are four by eight foot cylinders on, on concrete cloth. There's no fixed access to them. And hotel workers have to use a ladder to look at the water. They have to be protected by heavy lids that would be difficult to replace them from within. Police dogs have searched through the hotel for Lamb, and even on the roof shortly after her disappearance was noted, they did not find any trace of her. It's only a plant. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, what it seems like to me is like maybe she was murdered and then someone put her there, but it's just strange. There's no video of anybody else. Wait, is, is the video on YouTube? Is the video on YouTube? Yeah, I'm sure it is. The video of her on the on the elevator. It does look strange, dude. Like she like keeps like looking around and like getting out of the elevator and like looking back and forth. So like maybe someone was following her type of thing. But she didn't look scared. She looked kind of just like goofy. Looks like she's hiding from something. Like she's scared of someone. Doesn't it? Yeah. There's no footage of her ever getting like. Like anyone grabbing her, or like anything like that, right? She's like scared. She like goes back in and out. So, what do you think happened? Then you think that she was murdered, like someone? No. I think that it, the body had been decomposing for so long that they couldn't tell if she was like raped or anything. You know. I think why would the, she get out? Why the, is she getting out of the elevator and looking around? Why wouldn't she like press like the closed door immediately? Yeah, what's going on? You know, I think that's why a lot of people think she was just like messing around. So I think that she had friends that were staying there or something. Presses all the buttons hundreds of times. The elevator door never seems to close at this point. Weird, right? Yeah. You ever heard of the elevator game, Morel? No. People think that she might have been playing the elevator game. I've heard of it. It's really interesting. I want to try it. We could try it in this building. What is it? What is it? It's interesting, dude. You never, you never heard of it? I don't know. Let's go do it right now, Evan. Look it up on YouTube. But yeah, I think that she was probably just... I think someone murdered her, man. I think someone, like, grabbed her. You know, no one really knows what happened to her. You know, it's just... She ended up dead in the, in the water tank and just... It's just, just a, a creepy video. It's like, just been a mystery. There are creepy videos. You can go look up the video of her in the elevator acting strange. Um, that's on YouTube. Um, creepy video, and then she's dead in a water tank that's hard to get into. Yeah, so that's just, you know, another mystery there. Another mystery. Yeah. Love them. Probably Love unsolved them. forever. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just like most of the stuff that we talked about on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I think I think we're good here today. Good. So so yeah, so the Bermuda Triangle has always been something that's really fascinated me um, as a kid, and and even still now, like how all the weird, crazy stuff that happens. Um, just just any time like a boat or plane, anything like that, just vanishes, disappears, and there's like no trace of it is really interesting to me. That's why I, we went a little bit into the Lake Michigan Triangle too, because it's just. Really interesting. It's interesting. No one has an answer. No one yeah. knows. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, it was fun to just, you know, do the little uh, Lisa Lamb. Uh, oh, yeah, it's just, true. Just a mini, mini conspiracy to fill in a little extra time. Yeah, we um, loved it. Yeah, so so that one, that was interesting to talk about, too. Um, we wonder what our, our next topic should be. I'm not sure. We, we've got a few ideas. Yeah. 
we got a few ideas where we're going to come at you with a, with a good one next week. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening to Mystery Bros. Hell yeah. Um, it's always fun, yeah. Peace. Mystery Bros. 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 Mystery Bros.